I saw three naked men and then like why 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 <laughs> Hey listeners, welcome to another episode of Tawa Let's. And guess what? Remember how we have a Lazada partnership? Guess who joined in in the partnership? We got Shopee as well. So, Tawalets is both affiliated with Lazada and Shopee now. So, you guys better stay tuned because 1111 and 1212 are going to be huge from what I understand. Now, um, I don't want to deceive you. This is information that I just got. But I asked, what are the incentives that the listeners get if they buy from both the Lazada and the Shopee links? And the answer is nothing. Um, you help me. I mean, I don't know if that's an incentive for you, but you're able to help me monetize this. You're you're able to help somebody make a living instead of just, you know, talking for nothing. And uh, yeah, I will be forever thankful if you use any of my links. This whole time, I actually thought there was some sort of perk. But the perks are just for me. So... Yeah, Shopee and Lazada links are going to be coming your way for sure, especially 11.11 and 12.12. Anywho, our next guest has actually been on the podcast before. But because it was a podcast with six other people that I edited myself, parang, yeah, she didn't get much airtime there. And my editing skills are not as good as Podcast Network Asia. Shout out to Val and everyone from the team of Podcast Network Asia for helping me out with this podcast and making it more fun for me because all I need to do is talk. Anywho, yes, so our next guest is actually, she became a classmate in a sketch writing class. And that's when we kind of got close. And she's she took improv with Third World Improv as well. She's very, very smart. And she's a big army, right? Like Just like me, a tita army. And I was so excited to have her on the show because she has actually tried every single form of comedy. She's done improv. She's done stand-up. She's done sketch. And she even went viral on Twitter. So it's really exciting to hear her ideas. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Danny Veluz, a.k.a. Titas of Manila, Twitter. You've tried every form of comedy that I know, and it all started with this Twitter of Titas of Manila. So let's talk about that, the, twi- the Twitter account of Titas of Manila. How did that even start? So how that started was a funny story, as most things normally start. It was... Like, I was just bored that day, and I was at my former office pa. And I remember sort of being inspired. I use the word inspired very loosely because it was me being irritated at this <laughs> Facebook account. At this Facebook page, you you know humans of New York, uh-huh. right? I think, I don't know if it's safe to <laughs> mention the Facebook page, but... Basically, everyone was, I think it was around the time that it was going viral and people were sharing like the photos shared from that page. And I remember thinking, none of this sounds real. This is like the fakest thing ever. Like you see photos of like, you know, like really good photographs of like this Lolo, right? And this couple and the captions are always like a paragraph long. And I remember thinking, like no one talks like this. This is not real. This does not sound real. You know what sounds real though? Like stuff that I hear <laughs> that my mom says. And then 
So, Titas of Manila was really because of Humans of New York. Ah. Copied like that off blah, yes. off blah. So, not off New York, it's off Manila. And yun. And then I just started tweeting stuff at the office. I asked a friend to, like, I was just bouncing ideas off a friend. And he was like, Sige, go lang. And then I tweeted a few times that day. And then after maybe three, four days, it started, parang people were. Picking up on it. And yeah, and then it blew up. Like, sobrang wild. <laughs> I have never <laughs> experienced like my phone, like just like constantly lighting up because of the notifications. Yeah. So, Do you remember the yeah. first tweet that went viral? God, the first tweet that went viral. I was thinking of this like last week when you asked that you wanted to interview me and I was like, oh, what question should I anticipate? <laughs> I think the first tweet that went viral was something about white planes or like, it wasn't like a line from Tita. Parang, alam mo may asterisk tapos parang drives by Katipuna right. or to buy sweet corn or something or goes to white plains to buy um, flowers from Bulacan Flower Garden or something. I think it was that. And it's, I think it, really hit because it was so specific like if you're from Manila and if you know like where to buy things like that like sweet corn like near Ateneo you're Ateneo yeah Bagar, Ateneo I think Yun. so parang for some reason <laughs> that is where titas buy sweet corn or like yung puto sa may white place. right um, yeah and that's actually it's funny because I don't know if titas of Manila inspired have you heard of Makoy Dobbs Yes, yes. So Makoy Dubs has Dubs, this yeah. new character named Aunt Julie. And basically, same. Like, it's a very tita pumupunta sa strums kind of thing. And uh, uh, so it's funny because when I was talking to Bibay about the Titas of Manila account and she found out it was you, sabi niya, eh, ang bata-bata pa nitong si Danny Veluz. Paano niya nasasabi na Titas of Manila yan? So would you say your mom was really your biggest inspiration for that? Yeah, um, funny that you asked. Yes, definitely it was my mom. And I think around that time, because I think my brother moved out, I was just spending a freakishly like big amount of time with my mom. Like I was just always around her. I don't know how I always happen to be around my mom, but you get it. I get um, it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, and like sometimes you pick up their habits and pick up the stuff that they say and then things just rub off on you. But yeah, she was definitely a big inspiration and I'm really close with my tita, my mom's sister. They'd hang out, so I'd hang out with them and they are like one and the same. Um, Twinning. Yeah. Twinning sila. Like, if my mom buys something, like yung tita ko bibili din. Like, oh, may bago siyang pinggan. Oh, ako din. Saan mo nabili yan? Sa crate and barrel. Sige, tara. <laughs> Machi-machi sila. Ang cute naman <laughs> Do you think you're going to grow up to be like, grow up? Wow. Grow up. Do you think you're going to be like that uh, at the the age of your mom and tita? Or do you think you <gasps> just adapted really different habits and opinions? I think there is still a big generation gap that we have to acknowledge. Mm. I don't always agree. Like, we don't always agree on everything. Um, Valid. What are What are some of those things? Yeah. Well, huh, good question. I guess when it comes to her being like super religious, not super, super, not like, you know, not like 
mega extreme. Right, right, but right. I just do the bare minimum. <laughs> and maybe sometimes even below the bare minimum. But like, I just do things to appease her. Right. You know, parang, oh yeah, nag-online mask na ako. <laughs> Does your mom do stuff like, because I have a tita that's also ultra-religious. Yung mm-hmm. nag-rosary while walking, that kind of thing. Is she of that caliber? Uh, no naman, no okay, naman. Okay, okay, okay. She's more of, yeah, um, let's go to Mass every Sunday. Pag dadaan ng church, she'll do the sign of the cross. Has a priest friend. Uh, a friend, yes, yes, yes. I know of those. You know, there's always, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I know a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> oh, you need a baptism? I know a guy. I just text yeah. him. <laughs> Ay, kakasal yung anak mo. Si Father Francis. <laughs> Tanong natin. Are you still keeping the Twitter account active? It is not active as much. It I realized it hit its peak siguro at like after the one year mark. Mm. I did a tita, tita anniversary kind of contest where it's like one year of titahood. What's your favorite memory? Blah, blah, blah. So after that, that was around 2015, I think. And it's 2020 now. Right. So talagang literally, ang tanda na ni Tita, right? right? Yeah, hindi na siya masyadong active. But once in a while, I'd you know chime in if someone adds me or something catches my attention. But no, not so much. Uh, a lot of it just got too hard to manage. Yeah, It kind of became work uh-uh. <laughs> at some point. I understand. Yeah. And were you able to get anything out of that? You know how when tweets go viral, you can actually get work from it or or any perks. Yeah. Were you able to get any of that? Perks. Hmm, perks. I did the thing with Globe. What was that? <laughs> I did a thing with Globe. It was uh, like some internet thing at home. And I remember... Ben of Globe. I don't know if Ben will be listening to this, but I really love him. Um, he basically took care of the influencers. Right. What? Influencers? I know! And, and I got invited to events and stuff like that. Oh, and um, I remember a movie screening, a movie premiere of Hintayan uh, Salangit. And they were just like, hey, Dan, you want to come to the movie premiere? You know, you can... Um, bring bring someone and just tweet about it after. I mean, stuff like that is nice. It's, it's always fun being invited to yeah. stuff. Yeah, and it's so interesting because you've experienced both sides of, you know, how people who do comedy now, they're online and their wish is to go viral. But you've experienced that and the other side, which is the stand-up comics who don't really make money, the improv people who, you know, we don't really uh, get a lot of perks and stuff like that. So um, what made you decide that after you got uh, all of this, after Titas of Manila became big, to try these other forms of comedy? What inspired me to try these different forms of comedy? Uh, Did you always want to I just do wanted it? to see. I, I, I just wanted to see if what brought Tita to life can be like I could say it's a success right and if I were to take that formula of success and apply it to different forms of comedy then I would know how it works and how I can kind of like make it happen again and the sad thing is that (laughs) when you I mean okay it went viral yeah everyone had a great time and 
people wrote thesis papers about this status of Manila. No way! Thing. There were. Like, I got offers. Sobrang wild, no? Because, you know, cultural Uh-oh. thing na siya. Um, what was I saying? Yes. So, the thing with going viral is that you don't... And, and it actually working is that you don't ever want to intend for it to go viral. Or else it won't. Uh, I liken this to... Um, Say, I mean, it's not. It's a virus. Eh? It just happens, right? You yeah. know, unless you want to catch it, like COVID. Uh-oh, I don't correct. Know. And then, and you know, maybe the vaccine is laosna. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that went viral, and then it was hard to sustain. Honestly, like when it when people started paying attention um, to the account, and you know, brands going like, oi, oi. Um, Open kabasa partnerships and stuff, you know, endorsements. What's your uh, rate per tweet? And honestly, that kind of stuff like just stressed me out oh. because like, ah, this is where money gets involved. Na, and uh, here up. So the comedy there, I mean, it started losing its, you know, uh, glimmer. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. Yeah. When anything you love, worked. yeah, when anything you love sort of becomes work, it's it's difficult. It's it's a little difficult. But yeah, yeah. some people kasi really want it. So it's it's different also. If you're coming from a perspective like yours na you didn't really think it was gonna become viral and then it became big. So would you say that it was yeah. something you never really wanted? I never really expected it. Ah. I could say there is some sort I think there's still some form of validation mm. when something that you created is appreciated and liked and you know the currency of stand-up comedy is what laughter is that what they say na parang it it fills you up with all sorts of what is it dopamine or the serotonin like there's a high that comes with it yeah. right and yeah did you get a high like fun that for a while. from doing the other forms you've done sketch you've done stand-up you've done improv wow oh no so that's where the thing that's where it's different I feel because like, especially with improv, because you're not supposed to plan for anything to be funny, right? And I guess that's a different muscle, I guess. Sketch, you do have to literally write for it, write it out. Same with stand-up. So, I could say that whatever success Titas of Manila had cannot easily be, um, like, translated to stand-up and, and improv. Because that's a lot. Of, I mean, no, stand-up and sketch. Because... It's a lot of hard work and you can't just rely on, you know, putting on a tita voice and like, haha, funny ka. Because then you, then you ask yourself, what makes something funny? Right. Was titas funny just because, like, what were the jokes? Like, can you tell me what the jokes were? There were no jokes. Uh -uh. I mean, it was experience. Like like the, the whole Mary Grace thing. It was so, that's, that's the one that hit a lot of actual titos and titas. When you started mm-hmm. mentioning things like that, like going to Mary Grace, because I remember Gabe. Gabe is the ultimate tito, and Mary <laughs> Grace is a staple talaga in their lives. Mm. So you're right. Eh? The tweets weren't meant to be funny. They were just meant to show a side of society that people know about, but mm-hmm. don't really. Mm-hmm. Hindi siya in your face. It's just ah yeah, titas yeah. Really like that. Yeah, yeah. People didn't really pay attention to. Like putting a name to it, I think, like identifying this behavior, I think because of several observational tweets like that, mm-hmm. na parang 
walks into Mary Grace. You know, that's just about how many words she walks. <laughs> that's four words. But then immediately, like there's that visual na, oh nga, that's something only a tita would do. Yeah. The specificity, yeah. I think that's what made it hit also. Yeah, you're right. And also, like what you said earlier, putting a name to it, putting a label. Because a label. now people can identify with it. Like, oh, either ganyan yung tita ko or oh my God, ganyan din ako, ganyan din ako. So it was the mm-hmm. relatability that really made it take off, I feel. How did you get any satisfaction from doing stand-up, improv, or sketch? We can go through each one. Ooh, how will I go about this answer? Uh-uh. I will… Okay, in order of appearance. <laughs> so improv, right? <laughs> I mean, I, improv came to me at a really convenient time in my life. You know, um, I was going through something difficult. And I guess with any form of comedy… Uh, the way to deal with tragedy is uh, like letting it out mm. in that sort of form. And I think I'm also the kind of person who likes like laughing at myself. Mm. <laughs> and improv seemed like a, a good environment to, um, you know, showcase that part of myself and to be myself. And bonus na lang that I got to meet new friends. I mean like, hey, hey! like you. <laughs> and like another cool people just parang, wow, what a world. So, satisfaction-wise, I wouldn't say parang it satisfied a comedy itch, but more of a more a more holistic one. Holistic! holistic. Wow! <laughs> All-encompassing. Yeah, like All-encompassing. Life-changing. <laughs> that sort of thing. I mean, honestly, I can say that because, I mean, it's it's been really fun. And I feel like, I can honestly say, like, a lot of my closest friends are from, from improv. And I find that great. So yes, satisfaction-wise, improv, holistic, yes. Yes. <laughs> Sketch, I wanted to try it out lang, honestly. And I, I've i always wanted to get into writing movies, writing films, yeah, scripts. Um, I did a script writing class before at UP ages ago. Don't <laughs> ask me na lang about that. But I just wanted to see like, people say like writing comedy is hard. Yeah. Um, just to see. And like, I mean, you signed up, I signed up, and it just felt like it was fun to do. Did you find it hard? Satisfaction. It was so hard. hard. Like, didn't you find it It hard? It was so hard. And the thing is, what I noticed about writers, like sketch writers, like Silla Ryan, you have to do it a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's really something you need to practice. And I don't… Yeah. Like, that's not the first thing that comes to mind when I want to practice something. So, it's really a mm. struggle for me to write. But parang for you, mm. I don't know. You even had Judd as a writing partner the last time we spoke on the podcast. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was for stand-up. Yeah. Because we, I only found out during our class that he was also… That he was into stand-up. And I'm like, hey, now I want to try that thing. Mm. <laughs> but with sketch… Yeah, with writing, it's, it's hard. And I feel like unless you're getting… I mean, because I'm a writer by profession. So having to write for fun is just, oh, this is not fun. This is stressful. Tapos my pressure pa kasi there's a certain effect that you want. I want this to be funny. People are going to read this yeah. and laugh. So I'm sure it's difficult. Are you still yeah, writing also, sketch yeah. now? Stand up? No, no. Oh, no, no, no. For sketch? Nah, I mean, like, hindi naman siya produce, But, you know, I feel like, 
I would have to know what this is for. And it's not just like, hey, I feel like writing a sketch right now. The thing with sketch is that you intend for it to be funny. It's supposed to be funny, but then maybe your funny is different from someone else's funny. It's hard to get that, you know. And let's say they do like your idea, but then they want to go with their punchline or their ending. And it's, uh, what is it? What's the term? Killing your babies. Right. You would have to then let go of what, uh, but this is what I wanted to go with. And then you can't. And then, yeah. That is hard with writing. And I noticed kasi, like, for example, me. Sanay na sanay na ako mag-improv. So even with sketch, mm-hmm. what I want is, pag sinulat ko na, finish, finish, tapos na. But, yes, yeah. But it's a no. It's, it's you have to go I through know. it like five, six times. And it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, after a while of reading it, you end up not liking it anymore. <laughs> I know. Diba? You're like, oh, this na naman. It's just, oh. Yeah. So it it was extra hard for me for in that mm-hmm. regard also because I just wanted hey, to be But done. I liked your stuff. Thank you. I also liked your stuff. So it's I think it was a good environment for us to learn also. Mm-hmm. Solid okay. So if listeners yeah. are listening, if listeners, please follow <laughs> Solid Okay on Facebook. And if they have sketch writing classes, you should take them because it's a very encouraging environment yes. also. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Let's talk about your stand-up set. Ah, you did Man, it once, right? Stand-up. I did it once. Well, I did it once and then I performed the exact same thing again the week after at another open mic. It didn't turn out as well. Um, rea- audience, like, reaction-wise. I feel like everyone has to go through this naman at some point in their lives. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting story though. So I had I'd been writing my three minute set for a few months, maybe two months, of like writing down my topics, trying to form the jokes, and uh, constantly revising the punchline, going back and like seeing what works. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like writing mini sketches, or you know, over and over and over to see like, ano ba yung funny? What? How do you find the funny? Um, so I, I finally did it and it's always been something that I wanted to do is to perform stand-up at least once in my life. And I did it at Braden Bits. Yeah. <laughs> that was January this year. Ah, okay. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no. March this year. Feb. No, because March was lockdown. Corona. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lockdown. Yeah. February, February. Definitely February. Mm. And yeah, it was fun. Um, I keep telling you, you should try it because it's a whole different kind of vulnerability I guess because yeah. this is something I wrote and I thought it was great and I'm reading it out to everyone and they think I'm just telling a dumb story because it's supposed to feel natural so it's very uh, heart bearing it is soul bearing and soul crushing if it doesn't work out yeah diba? Parang, oh then, so my stories yeah. suck Parang ganun yung feeling eh. yeah mm-hmm. and it's also like um Hey, um, I, I can't deal with the uncomfortable silence. So that's that's always the hard. That was the hardest part about what I had to go through since the second time around. Oh. Um, yeah. And I feel like if you are not detached enough from the things that you wrote, you will take that as something like, oh shit, did I do something wrong? This is all on me. I'm, Am I just uh, not an not interesting person? person. Gonna. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> this is the rejection I didn't want. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, now you're you're not in Manila anymore. You actually moved to the U.S. Is there anything that you're pursuing there, comedy-wise, or are you at the moment because you just moved there? Do you have any plans of doing anything like that? Eh, I well, <laughs> I've been looking for a job. That's always fun. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is a joke. This is like my first ever interview <laughs> since I got here. No one wants to interview me for a job, but here you are prepping me for an interview. Uh, ano ba? Uh, projects, creative projects. I don't know. I so I was telling you kanina. I kind of wanted to. You're, so my boyfriend and I we wanna maybe start a podcast, but then that just that idea just came out of the air, and it's like, what do we talk about? I don't know. We'll talk about comedy because he also got into stand up. Early this year. Nice. And, John, uh, so there in the US, he started doing it. He took classes here. Yeah. Nice. And then during lockdown, me, uh, me, him, Judd. So like we've been meeting like every week. Nice. To uh, deliver jokes, write jokes. So I think that was a, that was a good project. Mm-hmm. That was nice that we had our little stand up. Yeah. And you don't plan to do that anytime in, I mean, when Puedena or I don't know. Well, yeah, Sana. Because we did, we actually, like, this is very dorky, but we held our own showcase. Oh, nice. Twice. <laughs> I have the recording. If oh my you God, want. with who? Kayo kayo lang. As in, kayo kami lang. We invited our friends, oh. like, four friends each. Nice. We called it SJW, as in serious joke writing. Okay. Um, for season two, we invited someone else to join us. So it's, it was Cats. Shout out to Cats. Nice. And we had another showcase. <laughs> yeah, just for kicks. It was just like, wow, this is what lockdown does. But yeah, <laughs> I know. And as someone who doesn't do stand-up, I'm kind of curious to know how, what's the process like of you guys getting together to write jokes? Is it, um, you just say it and then wait for someone to laugh or does everybody give their own input? I'm not sure how that works. So you have a story. Uh, no, parang, so I have to correct, I have to correct myself. But we, we don't write jokes together. We write jokes throughout the week and we meet every Sunday. Mm. So SJW was also like Sunday joke writing. <laughs> um, we write throughout the week and then we meet Sunday evenings in Manila. Tapos, we each do our like, okay, Everyone goes by turn, says their jokes, and then everyone gives feedback on each joke. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, long. And then parang at the end of the whole thing, we cut it to like, okay, after six sessions, showcase na tayo. <laughs> and then all of the jokes that we refined from the previous sessions. Yeah. But it, put your three minutes set up, three to five minutes set up. Invite your friends. It'll be on Zoom. And then may voting pa kami. Wow. And <laughs> How is Zoom stand-up? Especially for people who are just… like It's a showcase, you know what I mean? It's not a paid… Mm. Perf- or is it a paid performance? It was, it not, was not paid. paid. How, how shameful to, <laughs> <laughs> to charge people it's like, for them to even sit there. Um, it's, it's new. It's, I feel like… I mean, you've been performing on Zoom, right? Mm-hmm. And there's always that lag, that uncomfortable lag… Between you saying the thing, doing the thing, and then the other pe- the other person just be like reacting half a second later. So I guess you get used to it if, lalo na if you're telling jokes 
you deliver a joke in real life it would already take some time for people to get the punchline, diba? Uh-uh. <laughs> if you add pa the, the lag, the zoom layer, so it's like, hala, hala, did they get it? Did they get it? <laughs> and do you pause? So talagang, and punchline. Yes, there has to be, yun nga eh, <laughs> as weird as it feels and sounds, there has to be that pause because if you move on to the next joke to deal with how uncomfortable you felt that's the previous joke, like, Give your audience man lang the benefit of the doubt na. They'll get it. They just, you know, it just didn't travel to their computers yet. <laughs> Wala pa sa tenga nila. <laughs> ah, 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 naka, mabagal pa internet ng iba. Damn. So that's, it's still yeah. ongoing, your SJW? No, we took a break because I said, ah, you have to focus on new things. And it's... Eh, it was it became like really exhausting then like having to think of new jokes every day but i feel like if you if you do it constantly that's how i guess that's how you kind of develop that that habit of of doing it all the time yeah writing new jokes every week it's the only way it's really the only way how has it been living there since the lockdown because you moved at a very strange time as well yeah how are you even able Uh, to leave Actually, that's very interesting to me. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I'm a U.S. citizen, oh, so easy, easy, easy. <laughs> so it's like, so it's like, welcome home. Right. And to be honest, I don't know what's life like here. There's more ganap in Manila that I can see. No way! How can that be? Yeah, I mean, like, um, the protocols are stricter there Mm-mm. in terms of dine-in. But I think ganap is just like okay, restaurants, right? Right, right, right. Dito. People can't dine in yet. Mm-mm. So, <laughs> where I live over here, it's kind of a busy street. Not busy, like there are cars all the time. But, you know, there are a few restaurants, so it's nice. And But the sidewalks aren't wide enough for, like, people to just set up tables at. And that's what they're doing. Mm. <laughs> so, you see, like, it's more the sidewalk, but there's a table. It's fancy yung restaurant. So, it's like, tapos merong, you know, merong madungis dyan sa tabi. It's parang... <laughs> but kind of <laughs> I'd rather not eat out diba? and alam ko yung, yung homeless in SF the last time I went there matapang sila like they're aggressive yeah that's why parang okay don't don't look at them don't make them pansin <laughs> and if, actually all of the my experiences here so far nakaka-inspired to write jokes again um, there's so much material like, <laughs> there's so much material and I feel frustrated a lot and that's where the material comes from the bus, like negative emotions. Right. Um, like yesterday, I saw three naked men, and then like, why, 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 <laughs> fully, <laughs> and I fully naked, just walking around, and then it wasn't enough. But that I saw one from afar, uh, like two guys from afar, again. That was bilang dumaan sila sa table namin because we had burgers na takeout. So parang, ano ba yan? Nakita ko, up close yung... <laughs> Hindi pa malamig dyan? Hindi sila nalalamigan? My God. Are you insinuating? Hindi <laughs> <laughs> pa malamig? Concerned ka? Concerned, concerned. You know, they want to put their best foot forward. If it's cold, it's not your best ah. foot. <laughs> May isa. May isa. Parang may cloth na nakapatong sa, alam mo na. Oh my God. Di ka, oh, pero tita concern niya. No? Huwi, di ka ginigil. Bigyan oh. <laughs> mo ng shawl. <laughs> this podcast is powered by Podcast Network Asia. 
For more info on the shows and the network, visit Podcast Network Asia's social media or visit www.podcastnetwork.asia. Also by Podmetrics. Track your podcast stats across multiple platforms to have a full view of your audience and clout. Sign up and create your account for free at podmetrics.co using our code TAWALETS. Thank you so, so much for joining me on another episode of Tawalets. Really, guys, I appreciate that you are listening to this. It's insane. Thank you. 